This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Nearly all retirees, 93%, agree that preparation and adaptability are keys to success in retirement, according to a new study from Edward Jones and AgeWave. Retirement isn't a destination, but a journey filled with curveballs like widowhood, health issues, and financial setbacks. Here this morning with advice for retirees, we're joined by Lena Haas, Principal and Head of Wealth Management Advice and Solutions from Edward Jones and Ken Dykewald, Founder and CEO of AgeWave. It's our pleasure to welcome Lena and Ken to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning. How are you? Doing Doing great. great. Thank you. All right. So let me ask this. This is the magic question. Now, financially, how do we know if we're in this place to retire comfortably? Is there a magic number? That's a great question that all of our clients want to know from our financial advisors. And the answer is no, no magic number. (laughs) What you gotta do is really have a very honest, and first and foremost honest with yourself, and personalized conversation about what matters most to you. I'll tell you, while there is no magic number, there are four very consistent ingredients that are really important towards a successful retirement. And those are health, so health, personal well-being, understanding that, family, and ability to spend time with those who you love, purpose, finding that true meaning in the next chapter, and then finances. And the four are important in their own, but really, really intertwined. So I would say that the key to successful retirement is not the magic number. It's a holistic financial plan across those four pillars and then executing on it. Okay, so Ken, let me ask you this now. Outside of the financial picture, which is hugely important, what are some other factors that often cause people to postpone their retirement? What do you guys find there? Well, sometimes it's good sense. Um, you know, when my grandparents reached their 60s, they pretty well thought they were within moments of the end of their life, and so they had a few years of retirement before their batteries wore out. Today, people are looking around, and they're seeing, you know, Mick Jagger at 80 and Martha Stewart at 81 or 82, and, you know, there's Oprah at 69, and all of a sudden, you know, we got presidents uh, in their later years, and people are saying, well, wait a minute, if I retire in my early 60s, I might have 25 years in front of me. And so the important thing is to think about how much can you afford? I mean, can you afford 25 years of non-working time? So many people are deciding. We saw in our study that about 70% of the population said that they were going to work a bit longer into their retirement, not because it was punishment, but because they kind of liked it and it was stimulating and also allowed them to build their nest egg and take their Social Security later on. So it was, for them, a good idea. Also, many people aren't quite sure what to do to fill their time in their later years. Last decade, the average retiree watched 47 hours of television a week. And so one of the points, and I'll pass it to to Lena, is that we began to see that people thought, well, maybe if I volunteered a little bit, it could be helpful to me. Lena, you you want to share what we learned there? Yeah, so that was really, really great to see. One of my favorite findings, Ken, is that people who do, in fact, volunteer 
And it could be just, you know, a couple of hours a week, but something in their community, um, something that's important to them, they actually get such great benefit for themselves out of it. It's, it's really interesting across all areas, across, you know, finding meaning and purpose and feeling more mentally engaged and physically active. It's truly cool to see how doing good is actually good for yourself. Um, and, and also kind of the broad observation, very much agree that um, today folks are thinking about success in retirement very differently in a much more active and engaged way and also are much more open to actually make it happen. So what was great to see is that not only people understand the importance of making course corrections and being flexible and all of that, they actually act on it. Even in the health category, which oftentimes is kind of the biggest gap between, you know, understanding and intent and actually going to the gym and doing something about it, even in the health category, we see that a majority of people thought about, okay, how do we rethink preventative care and doctor's visits? How do we stimulate ourselves mentally and do more physically? Um, Really, really um, positive indicators there. Now, one of the factors that you guys consider, and this is one thing that I've never thought about when people retire, you say that many people, when they retire, they still have responsibility for helping other family members financially. Let's talk about what you guys found there, and let's talk more about that. Well, that's a strange twist. Uh, I was born in 1950, and when I grew up, the idea was when you graduated high school, you're on your own. You know, you had to support yourself. Today, we see that there's an enormous amount of generational generosity, and it crosses any kind of party line. It was just everywhere. That people wanted their children and their grandchildren to be secure, to be happy, to have the latest technology, to not have to worry about things. And so what we saw is that many pre-retirees and retirees were going a little bit too far in terms of subsidizing their adult children to the tune of $500 billion a year. And these are people who themselves may not have saved enough to go the distance with comfort. And they were also people who never wanted to be a burden on their own families. So we see that there's kind of an equation going on there where folks really need to talk it out, maybe with the help of a financial advisor, to make sure that the older family members aren't giving too much in subsidy to the younger family members, making everybody feel good, except they're going to wind up with some trouble down the road. I was just going to add quickly that what was also interesting is we asked millennials, how do they feel? And it turns out that the generational generosity is truly there. They said that, first of all, they're really worried about their parents and their financial stability. And secondly, they'd rather parents live well in their retirement than do things like live them a big inheritance. So that was good. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone with me now is Lena Haas. She's principal and head of Wealth Management Advice and Solutions for Edward Jones. Also speaking to Dr. Ken Dykewald. He's founder and CEO of Age Wave. Now, I'm going to mention a few age groups. Tell me what they need to know in terms of retirement. And let's start with those in their 20s. And I think they may be listening this morning saying to themselves, you know, I'm in my 20s. I don't have to think about retirement. That's so far away. What's your advice to those 20-year-olds? 
imagine you might live an 80 or 90 or 100 year life and start saving now so that the power of compounding will make you wealthy downstream. All right, good. That's right. Do not put it off. What about those that are maybe in their 40s? What advice would you, they're getting close to that retirement age. What advice would you give to them? This is the time to get really serious because life's at that age get complex. Sit down with other family members. Sit down with your financial advisor. Develop a comprehensive plan on how you intend to get to retirement the right way and stay on that plan. Okay, so let's move on. For those that are in their 50s or maybe have 10 years to retirement, what advice would you give to them? I would say to test drive a few of the things that you're thinking about in retirement and contemplate a new purpose and a new you. That often people wind up in retirement and they just don't know who they are or what they ought to be doing and they just sit around and watch TV all day long. So go to the local community college or talk to your financial advisor or talk to your minister about what might you do with all the new time you're going to have once you have work behind you. Okay. And I would also say in highest interest rates that are going on today, the tactical but important step is look at your debt and do your best eliminating high interest debt. It could really anchor you. Don't do that to yourself. And again, this morning, we're talking to retirement investing with Lena Haas and Ken Dykewald. So let me ask you guys this. Overall, you see it every day. How prepared are most people for retirement financially? Do you see a lot of your clients investing in 401ks? How prepared are most people for retirement on a financial basis? Are they all relying on Social Security? What we see is that There's a huge appetite from people to engage with financial planning, to not rely on just social security system and understand their choices and take matter in their own hands. And there's a bit of a myth there that only high net worth people benefit from financial advice and planning. Not true at all across all income levels. Really, really critical to take that step and be in charge of ensuring that you, in fact, have a fruitful, successful retirement. And let me add something to what Lena just said, that normally, and I am not a financial planner, I run the company AgeWave, we're advisors on longevity and aging issues. And when most companies do a study, they keep it secret to themselves. What Edward Jones has done here is this massive survey of 12,000 people, and we looked at 60 different moves that people can make to make a better life for themselves in retirement, whether it be downsizing their home or living near the grandchildren or working a little bit longer. And we've made it available completely for free. It's at edwardjones.com slash new retirement. And there might be some tips that could change your life. And um, that's what we're hoping to do, to try to make a positive impact on people's lives, so that they don't find themselves either without money or without purpose uh, or isolated in their later years. That would be good for no one. All right. And with that, we're out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about what you do, Lena, and more about what you do, Ken, how can they find out more? The wealth of information that Ken referred to, it's at edwardjones.com slash new retirement. Ken? Yeah, I'd say that's where you can find it, and there's links to my company there as well. So uh, most important is not that 
you know, we promote our business, most important that we take a lot of what we've learned and help the millions of people that are trying to figure out how they're going to go the distance. Thank you, guys. Thanks for taking time to talk to us. Good information. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Bye-bye. Thanks so much. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine right after this. More to come. Stay with us.